0: Is moving to a 55-plus community your best move? And also, the caregiver crisis. How will that impact you? We have Joe Hillier of HomeWatch Caregivers on to talk about that with me and Rajiv on Aging Options, starting in just a few seconds.
1: The following is a paid program on this station.
0: Aging
2: Options, how can we help? It's time to know your options and master your future. My life, my plan. My way. LifePoint Law presents Aging Options with elder law attorney and life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. Know your options. Aging Options is not a law firm, but Rajiv is a lawyer. You should not reveal things you wish to keep confidential in this public setting. This program offers general advice. Having your questions answered does not create an attorney-client relationship. Contact your attorney or other professional to discuss your unique needs before taking any action related to the subject's Discussed in this program. Now, here is nationally recognized retirement planning authority and host of national public television program "Master Your Future," Rajiv Nagayach, as well as his co-host Tariq Ansari.
0: Good morning, one. Good morning, all. Welcome to Aging Options right here on AM 770 KTTH. Hope you're having a wonderful Saturday morning. And boy, we've got a lot to talk about with you today, including, as mentioned in the cold open, is moving to a 55-plus community your best move? We'll give you your options
3: here on Aging Options
0: and uh, some ideas of how you can approach that.
3: And we'll also be talking about the caregiver crisis. And really, it is not about... How is that going to impact you? But what can you do to plan for this shortage that is looming in the horizon?
0: Indeed, and that's something we'll be talking with Joe Hillier of HomeWatch Caregivers about. He's going to be joining the show a little bit after 10.30, so stay tuned for that. He is an expert when it comes to these kinds of things. Also, equity in the home. Should you sell or borrow to bolster your pocket?
3: And estate planning around your stuff. Who gets what when you die? And do they even want it? That's That's all coming up in today's edition.
0: Indeed, that's a great last question. I mean, that's a very good point. A lot of people (laughs) don't talk about that last story, especially me being a kid who has had to inherit estates uh, on a few occasions. Uh, But I'll tell you what. uh, These are great stories. We're excited to talk about them with you. But the most important story we're going to talk about today is your story. So give us a call. The phone number is one 800 465 8770. Once again, the phone number to call is 1 eight hundred four, six, five, eight, seven, seven, zero. 465 8770. We have our board operator for today, Andrew Enzel, with his hand on the phone. And he is such, such a good engineer that he somehow can actually pick up the phone before you finish dialing. I don't know how that happens. I don't know how it works, but he's just really good when it comes to that. So give us a call at 1 800 465 8770. Without any further ado, though, Rajiv, let's get into today's stories. All these stories about the way available by going to agingoptions.com under the blog section Tony Bolin the Tom Brady of blog posting he's excellent at what he does puts together some of the finest stories of the week including this one considering moving to a 55 plus active adult community so according to Jim Miller of the savvy senior there's a lot that you need to know when it comes to this it's not as we say Rajiv not a cookie cutter thing where it's like oh this or that there's a lot of factors that go into deciding if the adult the uh fifty five plus community is for you. And uh, we talk about the show being aging options. Well this is exactly what we're talking about with the title. There are options you need to consider for for yourself if you want to let live out your life in the best way,
3: Rajiv. That's right, Tarek and you know the first thing that, that hit me was fifty five plus and I'm looking myself in the mirror sixty. Uh, I'll be turning 61 this December. Wait, you're 60? Not that far. So it, then it becomes yeah. like, oh my God, well, when did I turn 55 plus? And 55 now is in rear view. Look, age just happens. It kind of catches up. And this article kind of talks about 55 plus uh, community as, you know, when you turn 55, you're a little bit older and and you maybe need to start thinking about active retirement. And and, uh, so a lot of people like that lifestyle. By then, uh, most of us are empty nesters, uh, which I'm going to be this year. Most of us are going to be empty nesters. And then the issue is, should we continue to live in the 3,000, 4,000 square foot home or the 2,000 square foot home that we were occupying with our two adult children or one adult child or three adult children, you know, whatever you have? Or should we downsize? And what are what does the next phase look like? And, you know, we, we take a look at these, these options, the 55-plus community. And, and the article, I think, does a really good job to remind people that Uh, uh, 55-plus active adult communities are not the same as retirement or independent living communities. Uh, Those things, the retirement communities, independent living places are designed for people maybe 70s and 80s. Active adult communities are not typically places that you're going to find people cooking meals for you or a central dining area, but they have much other stuff to offer. You know, Tariq the reason why I like this story is this story, like many other stories, is an example of how we are focused primarily on things that are short term in nature. Right. So the, the article is suggesting it doesn't tell you that you should move or should not move. It gives you. Lots of good information about, you know, what a 55-plus community is, and clearly there are many of these communities in the in the country, and they are quite packed with people. But understand this, a 55-plus community is not going to be your last home that you're going to occupy. Uh, they have no services. They have, uh, you know, no way to assure that if you were to fall ill that this is where you're going to be. So many people from the 55-plus communities are going to eventually end up moving. And the question that you have to ask yourself, and which does not, the article does not even cover, does not even come remotely close to covering, is what is the point of the moving? What does the rest of your life look like? And if you don't take a look at the rest of your life, then about 55-ish, maybe 60, you move to one of these places, and then at about 75 or 78 or 80, when your health starts waning you, then you move to yet another place, Maybe that's going to be the retirement community. And then by the time you're 85, your needs have increased even more than you yet yet another time uh, that you end up moving. And the circuit that we go through in the housing is absolutely trashed. It, it, it's something that you should look at. Good article, but I think you should be looking at the rest of your life, not just the next few years, the few, uh, maybe even 10 years or so. You should look at the rest of your life. What do you want to accomplish in life? Tariq?
0: Absolutely. Again, the phone number to call 1-800-465-8770, 1-800-465-8770. If you have any questions about that first article, what Rajiv just mentioned, you were talking actually a lot about, uh, about living out your life and, uh, and you know, the, the decision of going to the nursing home. And, w- and when I was at the seminar, at your seminar in person, uh, last Thursday, uh, in Bellevue, you did talk a lot about that as well, about how, you know, it's it's definitely like we we kind of scratch the surface on these articles or sometimes like in society, we scratch the surface of, hey, you know, should we go to a nursing home or should we stay at home? But one thing I liked about when you were at doing the seminar, by the way, last this was last Thursday, there's a few coming up next month that we'll mention throughout the show. But you really kind of went deep into what it means to go to a nursing home and what it means what it means to like live out your life in the best way possible and how you can save your equity and I, I think this really goes along the lines of you know you kind of taking more of a focus rather than just straight line yeah, but, across but the surface and not really than, getting into it
3: yeah but no 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 but it's even more than that right and when you're reading these articles they're monolithic articles they just talk about one mm-hmm. issue as if in retirement if I can just conquer. Uh, which 55-plus community I'm going to live in, I've, I've done everything. I don't need to do anything more to plan my retirement. <laughs> That's the problem that you have with all these articles that, that you end up reading. And what I'm trying to do is to understand, look, I mean, I was not born in America. You have to kind of keep that in mind. And if I did, that gives me a unique uh, approach to view how we age in America. In America, what happens is 70% of the people are not going to be able to live out their lives in their own home. I mean that is an astonishingly horrible failure that we as a society deal with, but nobody seems to care. Why? Because over the years these types of articles pop up. It's a 55 plus community article. It's a, another article that we have on the blog today. Is is uh, boomers have a lot of equity locked up in their homes, and should you? How do you access that equity? Is it time for you to access the equity? Uh, the article does a good job of pointing out that oh my God, you've got. You got lots of money, and it takes, uh, looks at somebody who lived in Illinois, sold a home in Illinois, went down to North Carolina, bought a house up there, and and they were able to put money into their bank account, allowing somebody to retire, right? And so all all wonderful things, happy things, happy photos, happy everything. But when you take a look at the rest of your life and say, what do you want to accomplish? Will that do it? Sorry, I don't know whether you know that I'm about to tape my second PBS show. You and I talked about that briefly, Right. We did, yes. The Congratulations, of, by the way. Well, yeah, no, thank you. The, the the focus of this PBS show is going to be living happily ever after. And and to me, this article is the epitome of why I'm doing the show. When you think about it, you know, we at some point in time or another, we are all enamored by fairy tales in America. Whether you take, uh, you know, uh, show, shows like or books like Snow White or Cinderella, Pinocchio or or Beauty and the Beast, you know, these are all fairy tales. And we love to watch them. We, they endure over year after year after year. And and I I keep looking at that as to, you know, they're, they're heartwarming. But what is the most heartwarming part of these fairy tales? And it is that everyone at the end of the movie, every character, gets to live happily ever after. We never see what that happily ever after looks like. But we know that they're going to live happily ever after. And we leave the, if we go see a movie, we leave the movie feeling happy about that. If you read the book, after you're done reading the book, you say, "Oh well, yeah, that is pretty good. And you feel good about the whole thing. Why? Because that's exactly what we are hoping for our in our own lives. But we never plan around it. We don't even know what these characters are going to look like. Imagine if Snow White, if you could see Snow White in a nursing home. Would that be the happily ever after image that we have about these fairy tales? No, and heck no. That's exactly what we don't want. And and, and the reason why that becomes important is we know what we want through fantasies. We know we want to be able to live out our lives in, in, in our own homes, never become a burden to other people, always have money to be financially independent. We know all of that stuff. But we totally want to turn a blind eye to the reality that 70% of us are not going to be at home towards the end. We are going to become a burden on our family members. There is a role that they're going to play and that we're going to lose a lot of money to uncover medical and long-term care expenses. We know that, right? But we don't do any planning around that. And articles like this, the monolithic articles, is what I'm railing against and saying we can do a lot better job. It's not that difficult to figure out. I mean, 94% of Indians being able to take the last breath in their own home without having the, the substantial means that we have in America, that should tell us that there is a way you can do that. Tariq?
0: Absolutely. And on that subject, it's funny you mentioned that. My father, who also is uh, in his uh, upper 50s and he uh, was born in Lebanon, he said the number Based on his guess, you know, from growing up in Beirut, he said the number of people who live out their own home and die in their own home was up in the upper seventy percent, the upper like you know seventy five, eighty uh, percent in Lebanon. And he, when we told, when I told him what you said to me about how it's seventy seven percent of Americans don't die in their own home, he was shocked. But then he kind of realized because he, I mean, my father has been here for 25, 30 years. He's like, yeah, that sounds about right. And I mean, it is, it is quite alarming. And uh, listeners, in case you're wondering, uh, the show that. Rajiv is mentioning, the PBS show is called Master Your Future, and uh, you should go online, search it up, find it on your local listings. It airs all throughout the nation. You know, you were actually my hometown of Sacramento. You were on there. I was like, hey, Mom, hey, Dad, look at that guy. Look <laughs> at him. It's, it's, it's Rajiv Nkai. Say, so, hey, check your local listings. Uh, he's he's uh, uh, like, As the uh, Beach Boys say, uh, he gets around when it comes to PBS stations. Uh, so again, check your local listings. And uh, if you're interested in uh, what he's mentioned just now about uh, living out your life and staying away from the monolithic if I'm saying that correctly, the monolithic uh, kind of thought process of these articles, then there are two seminars coming up that go against that that are very much uh, for that, are, that talk about basically what Rajiv is talking about right now. But it goes even more in depth. And those two seminars coming up are on thir- there are Thursday, September 8th at 6.30 p.m. That one's in Bellevue at the Salesforce uh, Building Conference Center, which I went to uh, Thursday and a half ago and saw you live again. And let me tell you, I, I already walked in thinking this is going to be good, but nope, it was great. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's a great idea. But let's say you can't make it to that Thursday one. Totally understand. We're not offended. We're not. Saturday, September 10th, in Federal Way at the LifePoint Law Campus, there's another seminar happening. That one's at 1.30 p.m. So let's see a couple weeks from now. And... I'll tell you what, these things fill up sometimes. So you want to sign up by going to lifepointlaw.com. Uh, it takes it's two clicks, a couple things you got to fill out. It's easy. It, it's done in like one or two minutes. You'll be set. The cost is nothing. It is free. And if you prefer to sign up in person, you can do that as well. Once again, those two seminars on September 8th, which is a Thursday at 6.30 p.m. at the Bellevue Salesforce building, and on September 10th, a Saturday in federal way, that's at one thirty p.m. Both are free. Choose which one you'd like to go to, or you can go to both. It is up to you, but it's valuable information that you will really, really like to know. But would you look at that, Rajiv? Time flies when you're having radio. It is time to end the first segment, but what game is going to end our first segment, Rajiv?
3: Oh, I think it is going to be what year was it when Tariq was born? Oh, wow. Oh, well, (laughs) uh,
0: that's news. Let me check my notes. That's... That's not what I had on my notes here, well, I wonder if I was born this year, man I've aged pretty well anyway. <laughs> what year was it we're going to go a little far back with what year was it? Uh, what year was it when uh, Hitler invaded Poland and Britain declared war on Germany? So, yeah, I was not born this year, regime. This is a little before me. Uh, Gone with the Wind was in theaters. a loaf of bread was five cents now it's five dollars, you know inflation how it is, and this was one of the most popular songs of the year. So- Any Judy Garland fans out there, raise your hand. Unless you're driving. Don't raise your hand. Keep your keep your hands on the steering wheel. Don't don't do that. But hey, we gotta respect Judy Garland over the rainbow, Wizard of Oz. Still a classic. Even what, 90 years later? Like an 85 years later? Man, still never ceases to amaze. Now what year did that song come out? 1938, 1939, or 1940? Stay tuned. We'll give you the answer right around 1059 but do give us a call in the meantime about your story 1-800-465-8770 again 1-800-465-8770 coming up in about 20 minutes or so joe hillier of home watch caregivers we'll get into more stories and your stories at 1-800-465-8770 you're listening to aging options right here on am 770 ktth that's
4: where you
2: your turn to join the program give us a call at 800-465-8770 once again that toll-free number is 800-465-8770 aging options will be right back after this
1: does someone you love need care in the home an elderly parent or relative a spouse dealing with a long-term illness maybe a family member facing a disability home watch caregivers can help with more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. Whether you need help on a full-time basis or just a few hours a week, our trained and experienced caregivers are matched to meet your needs. We can even help with access to on-call physician support along with in-home care. Why not let our family take care of yours? HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. Call us today at 253 564 one zero zero six to schedule your free consultation that's two five three five six four one zero zero six two five three five six four one zero zero six or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com homewatch caregivers let our family take care of yours
5: you know i'm not a wealthy person but i'd like to leave a little something to my kids when i'm gone
6: Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors.
5: I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws, but it's a little complicated,
6: so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them.
0: I'd
5: at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here and... We'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. (laughs) I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it.
7: The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayich. Call 877 Elder 47. That's 877 Elder 47.
8: 7 out of 10 Americans who plan for retirement outlive their money, become a burden on loved ones, and end up in a nursing home. That's a terrible track record. It's like getting on a plane that has a 70% chance of crashing. It's insanity. There is a better way. Learn how to create the kind of future you want at a groundbreaking retirement planning seminar hosted by LifePoint Law and presented by elder law attorney Rajiv Nagayach. You'll learn why traditional retirement planning advice fails so many seniors and what you should be doing instead. Now you can join radio and TV host Rajiv Nagayach for an online or safe limited seating in-person class. Simply visit lifepointlaw.com. That's lifepointlaw.com. Or call 253-838-3454. Controlling your future takes smart decisions today. Call now, 253-838-3454. LifePoint Law, located at 319 South Suite, A100, Federal Way, Washington, 98003.
9: Listen to the show every week. You guys do a great job. We were in Portland, heading south, and we are about 20 miles southwest of Salem, Oregon, and you guys are coming in loud and clear.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Loud and clear from Salem, Oregon. (laughs) Wow. Shout out. Go Ducks. No, I can't say that. I can't say that in Husky territory. I can't say that. Welcome back to AM770 KTTH. Well, thank you so much to our listeners out in, uh, well, southern Washington and Oregon. Thanks for listening. Uh, that's a that's a question from the Jerry Berg days, or, or like a call from the Jerry Berg days of the, of the program. So shout out to uh, Jerry for sending me that audio from a little while back. He's an excellent individual, I'll tell you that much. Uh, and speaking of excellent individuals, we knew you are. So give us a call at 1-800-465-8770 with your question, maybe your comment, something you're concerned about, that you heard about on this show. 1-800-465-8770. Now, Rajiv, let's get into this uh, next story here in the meantime. So whenever my parents – my parents are baby boomers, okay? So whenever they get together with with other groups, uh, a similar age group, one topic always comes up, always comes up, real estate. Not unreal estate, real estate. (laughs) So recent studies – yeah, I'm going with the dad jokes early in the morning, I know. But recent studies have uh, suggested that more than three-fourths of this huge generation, now between their mid-50s and their mid-70s, are homeowners. And as they retire or approach retirement, the question of whether to sell and when looms large in their planning. So – the question becomes is now the time to cash in on the explosive housing market and we came across this article on aging options uh on uh, from the money website this was written by ali yale we uh use this story actually in 2021 but we decided to use it again uh in respect to this year because obviously much different situation this year compared to last uh and in this article yale looks at the topic of baby boomers and home equity and explains how many of these equity rich homeowners are facing a dilemma about what their next steps in housing ought to be so So, Rajiv, I know you took a look at this yourself. What were your thoughts on this?
3: You know, this article again—it's a good article for what it is, right? It talks about uh, baby boomers are poised to cash in on the big homes, and it starts basically by 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 pointing to Patty and Mike M. knew that the housing market was hot, so in July they sold a five thousand square foot home in Chicago uh, for a tidy profit and headed south, leaving snowy winters and. An annual twenty four thousand dollar property tax bill behind ultimately in their late fifties, they settled in a smaller home in south carolina uh the move saved them three thousand dollars of their uh housing costs and allowed Mike to retire early that's what the whole thing is right that, that This is a good time and and really what they're thinking about, uh, about this one, they went down to South Carolina, and what comes to my mind is again, that's the happily ever after fairy tale, isn't it? The why did we go there? Because we'll be in sunshine, we'll be uh, active, we'll be able to travel, we'll be able to do things. Mike can retire early. All the good things that we can think about, and I keep and I keep thinking about that. Okay, so this is not the rest of your life story, is it? This is not a happily ever after. This is the happily for the next ten years story. The happily ever after story would be, okay, so if you're going to go to South Carolina, who's there in South Carolina? Right now you're in your late 50s, so when you turn to be, let's say, in the mid-80s, where are you going to be? Where are your kids relative to you? And if you did fall ill, if you needed some care, who's going to be there for you? And if you don't think about all these issues, then the article does a good job of talking about all the traditional issues that you can take your cash out. You don't necessarily, you have to say you can sell the home. A lot of people are doing that, moving down to (laughs) to Arizona and Palm Springs. And lately I've been reading all these stories about the water crisis brewing in Arizona. Right? And so we have to kind of think about, Where are we going to move? How are we going to move? We can sell the house. That's one way of doing it. But that's not the only way of accessing the equity in the house. And the article does a good job of talking about HELOCs. You can take a line of credit. Uh, It also talks about reverse mortgages, that you might be able to establish a line of credit against your house or actually just refinance your mortgage so you can eliminate the debt and you can stay in this particular house if you happen to be in an area that you want to spend the rest of your Life, There are other ways you can do that. So from that perspective, how to use the equity of your house, this is a good article. But from the perspective of how does this step in your life uh, promote the happily ever after life? It does not connect the dots and, again, makes it a monolithic article that talks about one narrow issue. And if you happen to be thinking about selling the house, you'll gravitate, take some wisdom of it, and kind of go off your merry way. But then later on somewhere, other things are going to start becoming important. Then you look back and say, I wish I had done something different. That's the issue with this article. It's a great article. The read is a compelling read, and I think you should go take a look at it. But after you read that, you know, go to one of the seminars that we do. And understand as to how does a health issue become a housing issue? How does a housing issue really more, look more like a financial and a legal issue? How does anything in your life look like a family issue? And how do you put the put, put the thread through the needle, uh, five different needles, and get it right every time? So as you grow old in the rest of your life, you can actually think about living happily ever after, which means... I didn't end up in a care facility. I did not end up becoming a burden. So my kids did not become my unpaid caregivers. And I didn't run out of money while I was living. You have to look at all these things ahead of time. Tarek?
0: Absolutely. And the two seminars coming up that Rajiv just mentioned are on Thursday, September 8th at 6.30 p.m. at the Bellevue Salesforce Tower. You can sign up by going to lifepointlaw.com. The cost is absolutely free. And if you can't make that one, we totally understand because there's one coming up two days after that. On Saturday, September 10th in Federal Way at the Lifepoint Law Campus. That's happening at 1.30 p.m. Be sure to check it out. You can go to lifepointlaw.com to sign up. You can also sign up in person if you'd like. But uh Rajiv, I'd almost go as far as to say like the, the almost the theme of the show is thinking deeper, taking these stories, but also going the extra mile and thinking not five years down the line, not ten years down the line, but all the way down the line. So if you like that perspective of knowing how the future goes, not just the near future, but the far future goes, check out one of these seminars. And also be sure to check out Master Your Future. You know, get check your local listings, go to PBS search master your future you get to see what rajiv looks like which by the way he claims he's 60 we're gonna check on that i don't believe him i really don't believe him i think like <laughs> 40s tops i'm going maybe 45 maybe yeah but uh anyway check it out in person uh seminars also on tv hey rajiv nagaj he's everywhere check it out get his advice and talk to him in person after the seminars what i loved and i know i'm kind of talk a little bit more about these seminars here but like what i loved about the seminar uh a few Thursdays ago, was you talked to people like afterwards face to face, one on one about their situation, um, and uh, regardless uh, of if they were going to uh, make an appointment afterwards, you still like talked with them about their situation, uh, about what they were going through, thanking them for for coming, and and these people were like, and I'm not not trying to like kiss up or anything, they were honestly they're really grateful. Because like the genuine nature of what you were talking about, I mean, you don't see that a lot, uh, it, it, like in society in general. Like a lot of people are just you know putting on a face, just saying things to say things. And no, I mean these people were really, truly impressed, and it was actually gratifying to see this. Really gratifying to see this. Uh, and this was a week and a half ago at the Bellevue Salesforce um, uh, seminar, and you can go and see it again. Receive one of these seminars, like I did a few weeks ago. Thursday, September eighth at six thirty p.m. in Bellevue, or Saturday, September tenth in Federal Way, LifePoint Law Campus. That's at one thirty p.m. Check it out. Sign up by going to lifepointlaw.com. And with that, my goodness, look at the time. It keeps flying when you're having radio. It is time to take another break, but that also means it's time to play. What year was it? So what year was it when hitler invaded poland and britain said that's not right and declared war on germany when gone with the wind was in theaters a loaf of bread was just a nickel just five cents i cannot confirm if the bread in this in this year tasted good or if it tasted bad but it was five cents regardless and this was one of the most popular songs of the year somewhere over the- classic years and years later what year did that song come out 1938 1939 or 1940 Stay tuned. We'll give you the answer right around 1059 or so. Don't touch that dial. Because I'll tell you what, Joe Hillier of Home Watch Caregivers, he's coming up in just a few minutes to talk to us about the long-term care crisis. And I'll tell you what, when it comes to HomeWatch Caregivers, they know what they're talking about when they talk about long-term care. So you're going to want to stay tuned because Joe Hillier is up next with us. And if you have a question for him or for Rajiv, the phone number to call is 1-800-465-8770. Once again, 1-800-465-8770. Joe, Rajiv, and I will be back in a few minutes right here on Aging Options on AM 770 KTTH. Where troubles melt like lemon drops away above the chimney
5: tops, that's where you
2: find... We're here to take your questions. The number to call is 800-465-8770. Once again, that toll-free number is 800 800- Rajiv and Tarek will be right back after this. Safe, independent, living
1: in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do. We know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the cost and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253 564 1006. Homewatch Caregivers. Let our family take care of yours.
5: You know, I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone.
6: Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids could even touch them the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about
5: estate and inheritance taxes, I've heard about changes in tax laws. But it's a little complicated,
6: so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them.
5: I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here, and we'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. (laughs) <laughs> i just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it
7: the elder law attorneys at life point law understand probate and estate taxes they know how to protect your assets and your legacy you can trust LifePoint law and rajiv Nagayich. call 877 elder 47 that's 877 elder 47
8: seven out of ten americans who plan for retirement outlive their money become a burden on loved ones and end up in a nursing home that's a terrible track record it's like getting on a plane that has a 70% chance of crashing. It's insanity. There is a better way. Learn how to create the kind of future you want at a groundbreaking retirement planning seminar hosted by LifePoint Law and presented by elder law attorney Rajiv Nagayach. You'll learn why traditional retirement planning advice fails so many seniors and what you should be doing instead. Now you can join radio and TV host Rajiv Nagayat for an online or safe limited seating in-person class. Simply visit lifepointlaw.com. That's lifepointlaw.com or call 253-838-3454. Controlling your future takes smart decisions today. Call now 253-838-3454. Lifepoint Law located at 31919670 South Suite A 100 Federal Way, Washington 98003.
7: I flew to Seattle was really to see how Rajiv's vision of serving clients differs from the usual elder law estate planning practice. Rajiv has developed a view of service that really transcends the way the rest of us uh, typically handle our planning. He wants people to really think about housing and their financial future and the issues of aging and care. And it is superior to almost any other elder law practice that you would go into. Said
0: it best? There you go. Welcome back. Aging Options right here on AM 770, KTTH. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I've teased it, and it is time. Time to introduce the one and only Joe Hillier of Watch Caregivers. Joe, welcome
3: to the program.
4: Hey, good morning. Good morning, folks. <laughs> Hi, Joe. It's good morning. Good uh,
3: real quick. Show. Good morning. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah,
0: ben. a real quick, Rajiv. Uh, s- s- yeah, sorry to cut you off there. My apologies. I forgot to mention, if you have a question for Joe or for Rajiv, the phone number to call is 1-800-465-8770. Once again, the phone number to call if you'd like a question to ask for Rajiv or for Joe Hillier. Now's the time. 1-800-465-8770. Take it away, Rajiv.
3: So, Joe, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad that you're here because of this second story that we have, long-term care crisis. As society rapidly ages, we have a short window of time to fix a huge problem, experts say. And this article goes into obviously what the government needs to be doing, and, and we don't have enough people, we got way too many people growing older, baby boomers are a huge strain, and what the government needs to go fix it. Uh, your thoughts?
4: Well, uh, when you look at it from the, in the grand scope of things, um the COVID pandemic, it exposed within our long-term care system, you know, some, some deep flaws on how we manage care, you know, the quality of our facilities, how staffing is done and the staff available out there. And then just, uh, some, at the, you know, state and federal level, some lack of commitment for improving the system. And now we have to take into account that, you know, every day, there's 10,000 of us baby boomers that are going to turn 65 each day, and even our own government tells us between t- around 2050, 20% of our population is going to be plus 65. So, what are we doing to address where we're at now, which is is in crisis with cost and you know the number of caregivers out there? What are we doing now to address that and try and prepare for the future? Try and fix what's going on now and prepare for what's coming at us.
3: You know, and and, uh, you and I were talking off air about this report also that comes out about uh, a hearing that Congress had about the status of uh, assisted living places. Talk to me a little bit about that. It's just fascinating. I'm still searching it out and looking forward to you sending the report to me, but tell us a little bit about that.
4: Well, just in the last uh, few weeks, there was uh, some data that came out, uh, it's from the National Center of Assisted Living, where they did a survey of 120 of the assisted living providers across the United States, and this is 120 of the providers that have, you know, multiple assisted living facilities in multiple states. So, you know, it takes into account a lot of facilities out there. And the startling conclusion to this study was that 48% of the assisted living providers may soon face closer because of first thing is their their difficulty in getting staff difficulty in finding and keeping staff and then you know about 40 percent uh increase in cost of that that and other things have caused them over the past year alone so i just you know completely taken aback by that study which you know drives the point is why would you want to go to in the first place you want to stay at home you want to stay at home you've been in for all these years so
3: you know it 's it's, it's curious that every time that you and I talk, I think the uh, look i mean the 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 issue about what caregiving costs is is never too far away from any discussion that you have about caregiving costs, but we also know that caregiving costs in a nursing home can today easily top you know ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars on a monthly basis, and it 's for every month that you're living. Uh, tell us about how does care cost when somebody wants to go ahead and have care coming to the house compared to care costs in care communities.
4: Okay. Well, if you, if you look at just the, some of the statistics out there right now, um, you know, Genworth is great for you know providing us. Genworth Long-Term Care Insurance Company, Yeah. they're great for providing us with statistics on, you know, how much it's going to cost to be in a nursing home versus being at home and, and you know, so on and so forth. And you'd like to look at their costs right now alone, and, and, and it is saying that on the average across the United States, it's going to cost $108,000 for you to be in a nursing home. And that cost is significant. That's an average. That cost is significantly more here on the, you know, know the west coast north you know, pacific northwest and right here in western washington that cost is probably more like one hundred thirty thousand and plus dollars and so you know when you look at those costs about if you you know if you in your future you want to go to a assisted living or if your health you know requires you to be in the, the nursing nursing home uh th- those costs are mo- unaffordable for most you know staying at home but we can bring those costs down you know, those costs, even if you're in a position where you require 24-7 care, you uh, you can still keep those costs much lower than what you would be paying to be in a facility of any type for any length any length of time. And, you know, I just can't say enough about, you know, folks need to, you know, think about staying at home. It's cheaper, it's cheaper in the short term, it's cheaper in the long term. And when you look at what the cost of care is going to be in the years ahead, it, it, it's, it beats that hands down. And having caregivers, you know, if you're in a facility, you may have a 1 to 8, 1 to 10, 1 to 12, maybe even as bad as a 1 to 15 client-to-caregiver ratio. Why would you want to put up with something like that when you could be at home and have a 1 to 1 caregiver ratio?
3: Right. And and like anything else, Joe, I think that is that is great input. But, you know, when you're thinking about living at home, understand that it does take uh, a little bit more effort on the part of your family to go ahead and do that. But with little planning, I think you can definitely pull all the pieces together to make sure that you will be able to live at home. And this upcoming PBS show that I'm going to do is really all about housing how does what does it take for somebody be, to be able to live out their lives in their own home, despite the fact that the stats in america the statistics in America say seventy percent chances are you are not going to be at home when you're taking your last breath you 're going to be somewhere else, a place you didn 't want to be and and we'll be talking about that so Joe, tell me about you know uh, let 's bring it back to you what What should people do uh, if they want to try and solidify their plan that Come hell or high water, I want to be able to live my life in my own home. What can you do to help them prepare for that future?
4: Okay. Rajiv, it's about care planning. And care planning is something we can help you with. And, I, you know, if you think about it, you know, and, and things you work with folks on, Rajiv, you know, you take them, you take their financial plan, you sync it with their legal plan, their, their medical plan, and then how they want to live, where they want to live, how they want to be housed. And get all that together, so that you know you got a roadmap for success as as you grower. The same thing has to be done now with care planning. The cost and the caregiver shortage are driving us to the point where we can't, this cannot be discovery learning. You cannot be, you know, trying to figure this out that, you know, when you, you know, have that, that, have a stroke or you have that, you know, fall or that debilitating injury where you've got to go to a skilled nursing facility and to get out of there, you know, you have to have a plan for care going home. And, you know, if you don't, you're going to be in the hands of a placement company. It may not be doing something in your best interest or, you're trying to you're, you and your loved ones are trying to figure this out you know, with just a minimal amount of time, so you can get out out of the hospital, and you may not get hooked up with the you know the company that is you know the best for you. And so the reason I, I say having a care plan now, you know, you know, you know your health, you know what your health is going to you know, look like, or you have an idea of you know talking with your doctor what it's going to look like in the future. And so how do you plan for those costs, and how do you plan for having you know, caregivers, you know? In your life, you sit down and you, you know, talk with someone like us. Like, what can I do to help you with this care plan? The well, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to sit down and figure out your cost. You know, it's like. You know what where are you at with your health you know what what are you looking forward to and you know how far off that is and then we're going to have a plan for you to stay at home we're going to have a plan for you know what you know as as your needs progress whether you may need 4 8 10 12 you know, 20 hours of care a week you know what that's going to look like and what what your caregiver team is going to look like for that um, you know I, I always like to be able to sit down with clients you know before they need a caregiver so I can understand exactly what their health requirements are and exactly what their interests are so that I can get them a caregiver that syncs with their interests, with their likes, with their, you know, their boys or dislikes, they can best connect, you know, and then maybe they, maybe they like the quilt, maybe they like to, the, you, know, you know, watch old Western movies, you know, things, things like that, you know, so that you can best connect with, you know, who's going to be your caregiver, who's going to be a part of your caregiver team, our caregiving team and you know so people might ask you know why why would you want to call call us why would you want to call homewatch caregivers to do this for you um, like i said you know we we've been doing this for 42 years we've been in the, you know we have been in the home care business for 42 years so we're the oldest home care company in north america we've done a lot we've seen a lot we've led in the industry in so many areas for so many years and uh, so you know you have got a great company behind you and you know, it's in you know, my background and expertise, I've been doing this for a long time, but I've got an incredibly gifted staff behind me that's been been doing this much longer than I have. So, you know, we you've got folks that have lived this, you know, I myself have you know, lived through taking care of my you know, my parents, you know, taking being the charter member of the sandwich generation, taking care of my parents, taking care of my father through Alzheimer's. You know, we we've seen it, we we've we this all has touched our lives and so you know that's we're, we're very good at this and so how this how, would work you know if you would mm-hmm. oh go ahead i'm sorry you,
3: yeah no no i, I was going to say so how do people get a hold of you and and what, what would their next step be this was going to ask you go ahead
4: okay sure you know get a hold of us you can always get a hold of me at 253-564-1006 ask for joe now, you'll get get my office, ask talk to me directly, say that you uh, heard about us on AGI, aging options, and they'll get the call right over to my desk. But uh, you, you can also find us on the web at, you know, homewatchcaregivers.com slash Tacoma. You know, we do this out of our Tacoma office, but we do this for all of Western Washington. And, you know, how this would work, you know, it's it's real simple. Uh, we, we try and set things up with you on a yearly basis where we'll come in and we'll sit down and talk with you for up to a couple hours. And uh, we'll go through things, you know, your medical history, your things with your family, you know, how you think, you know, things are going to go as you know, what the next year, two years, three years, five years is going to look like for you. And then, you know, we will check back with you every month. We'll check in with you again at six months with another sit down. It's not necessarily evaluation, but it's just to make adjustments on where things go. Because, you know, things change for you. Things change for families. And, you know, we'll do this, you know, every month, you know, every year, year after year, as long as you need it until time comes when you need care.
3: There you have it, folks. Joe from Home Watch Caregivers, uh, somebody that I've turned to over the years, many times from many of my clients, and he is yet to disappoint. So if you have any questions about caregiving, you've got a loved one in your life, you want to keep them at home, you're watching your parents or just yourself, you know, aging, and you're thinking, I want to have a solid plan to be able to live out my life in my own home. Don't wait till after you fall ill. This is the time to call Joe Hillier. You can reach him directly at 253-564-1006. That's 253-564-1006. And establish a relationship with him. He can give you all sorts of good insight and input and maybe even take you on as a client now so that later on you don't have to worry about oh my god where am I going to go looking for caregivers when there's a caregiver shortage uh, brewing in our midst. Joe any last words and then we'll take a break and Come back
4: later. Go ahead, Jim. Well, Rajiv, one more thing I tell your listeners is that, you know, I'm always the advocate. I'm always the evangelist for staying home. But I do know, I do understand it, that for some folks staying at home is not what they want. They want to make go to assisted living or they want to go to a 55 plus community or something else. And I would tell them that, you know, they still call me. So, And talk to me about that stuff. I know who the good ones are out there. I know who the ones that aren't so good are. You know, I know what facilities are failing. I know what facilities are thriving. And, you know, I have caregivers. Believe it or not, I have many caregivers in many different facilities throughout the sound. And they are, they're taking care of clients on one-on-one care within assisted living facilities and other types of, you know, adult living communities. So, you know, that's, you know, whether it's you want to stay at home or you, you want to end up somewhere else, you know, talk to us first. You know, we'll will we'll point you in the right direction and take good care of you. And you know, again, you know, give us a call two five three five six four one zero zero six. And thank you, Thank you, all your listeners today.
3: No, absolutely no. Thank you for taking time on a Saturday, Joe, and and hope you'll come back again before too long.
4: Absolutely, It'd be my privilege, my pleasure.
3: Thank you, Tariq?
0: Absolutely, and we're coming to the end of this third segment thank you again Joe and it is time to play the most famous game in all the land what year was it so what year was it when Britain declared war on Germany when Gone with the Wind was in theaters and frankly my dear everybody did give a darn about that movie also a loaf of bread was five cents and this was one of the most popular songs of the year
7: Now, what year
0: did that timeless song get released? 1938, 1939, or 1940? Stay tuned. In just about 10 minutes or so, we'll give you the answer. So get your guesses in now. And no cheating. We're watching you. No cheating. All right. And do give us a call. In the meantime, we have time for a couple more calls in our final segment. 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. You are listening to Aging Options right here on AM 770 KTTH
1: dream really do
2: come now's your last chance to call into the show the toll-free number is 800 465-8770 once again dial 800 465-8770 rajiv and tarik will be right back with more aging options right after this
5: you know i'm not a
6: wealthy person but
5: I'd like to leave a little something to my kids
6: when I'm gone. Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know
5: much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws,
6: but it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them.
5: I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here, and we'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. <laughs> I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it.
7: The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayach. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. Safe.
1: Independent living in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do. We know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the costs and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. HomeWatch Caregivers, let our family take care of yours.
8: Seven out of ten Americans who plan for retirement outlive their money, become a burden on loved ones, and end up in a nursing home. That's a terrible track record. It's like getting on a plane that has a 70% chance of crashing. It's insanity. There is a better way. Learn how to create the kind of future you want at a groundbreaking retirement planning seminar hosted by LifePoint Law and presented by elder law attorney Rajiv Nagayic. You'll learn why traditional retirement planning advice fails so many seniors and what you should be doing instead. Now you can join radio and TV host Rajiv Nagayach for an online or safe limited seating in-person class. Simply visit lifepointlaw.com. That's lifepointlaw.com. Or call 253-838-3454. Controlling your future takes smart decisions today. Call now, 253-838-3454. LifePoint Law, located at 31919670 South Suite, A100, Federal Way, Washington, 98003. When I
5: think of aging options, I, I feel a great deal of peace knowing that my children aren't going to have this frantic scramble around if something happens to us they will understand what is to be done they have the phone numbers to call and people to help them and won't have to be making all these decisions on their own
0: Larry Hatt welcome back Agent Options right here on AM 770 KTTH hope you're having a wonderful Saturday morning Phone number to call is 1-800-465-8770. 1-800-465-8770 is the number to call. And speaking of which, Jimmy from Seattle has called that number, and he's on the air with us now. Jimmy,
3: welcome to the show. Thank you. How can we help, Jimmy?
9: Okay, uh, I know some people that are going through a probate right now, and they have no idea how much it's actually going to cost for the probate. Now they have like a savings, um, they're, uh, part of the inheritance is a savings account, large savings account, some stocks. And uh, uh, they're wondering if the house is part of that uh, probate cost fee that will be appraised.
3: It should be. I mean, typically speaking, you know, there are two ways that uh, if they're going through a law firm, which I'm assuming they are, uh, there are two ways no, that they're just law going firms.
9: Through the, um, no, they're not going through a law firm. It, it just went through the uh, uh However, the normal process, uh, they did it through the court. Through so the court. Yeah. But there's no, yeah, lawyer. So it's just so an appointed probate lawyer.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, if they're doing it themselves, it's a pro se representation and they'll go through the same motions that lawyer would help them with, except they're not going to have to pay the lawyer. And the cost for that is going to be, I'd say roughly about, you know, 700 to a thousand dollars, because there's the filing fee with the court. There are, Mailing charges, you have to notify certain people, then you have to publish a notice in the newspaper, so there's that cost that you have to deal with. Then you have to wait, and then you have to go ahead and distribute all the assets and make filings uh, with the court. The court filing fee that is paid up front is the same fee, so it doesn't matter how many filings you're going to make in that case after you paid that one filing fee. You can keep making the payments. But uh, every time that you have to send out mailings and stuff like that, believe it or not, that actually becomes pretty darn expensive, particularly when you have to send uh, some of the mailings via certified mail and all that. So somewhere between 750 to a $1,000, and that should include, again, the house going through it. Now, when you are going to transfer the house out of the deceased person's name, then the county recorder's office will have a separate fee that they're going to bill you. Right, so they have to. You have to prepare the deed, and assuming that you guys are going to do the deed yourself, then you will have to file it with the recorder's office with a court order and everything. So there'll be another fee up there. So somewhere, like I said, you know, between seven hundred to a thousand dollars, maybe twelve hundred dollars, somewhere there would be the out-of-pocket cost if you were going to do it yourself.
9: And and there's no like uh, for. Uh, I, I'm presuming there's lawyers at when they send it to the probate courts that uh, go through this or is it not lawyers?
3: No, it is lawyers. I mean, when we do it, like my law firm, I'm a lawyer and in my law firm, we do a lot of probates, a lot of probates. Uh, And when we have to do it, we follow the same thing that I just shared with you. Only we know what needs to be done and we do it quickly, efficiently, and we get it done so that uh, whoever the executor is, does not have personal liability of messing things up. The biggest problem with pro se uh, representation is everything is great if everything is great, but if any beneficiary or any creditor wants to sue you and they find any technical problem uh, in the way that you handled it, then the executor the person who is running the probate is personally liable to these people. That's a huge risk. I mean, do you want to save money to take on the personal liability which happens fairly regularly. Thankfully, not very often, but it happens often enough. Whereby my recommendation would be, you know, what you don't do every day, don't take that on. Let somebody else do it.
9: Okay. So there's, but there's no difference between somebody uh, doing a, um, a, uh, I mean a a will that's, I mean, a will that's worth two hundred thousand versus two uh, less than two million.
3: There's not significant difference. I mean, the more the assets, the more the notices that you have to do, and more assets have to be dealt with. But short of that, no, there is very little difference between a two hundred thousand dollar estate and two million dollar estate. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, you bet. Thanks so. Thanks so much for the call. Hey, John.
0: Indeed. Thank you so much, Jimmy, for the call. And uh, Rajiv, we have about a minute and a half left, so I want to ask you, with the two seminars coming up, uh, on both on September 8th in Bellevue and September 10th in Federal Way, if I'm somebody who's interested in attending one of your seminars, but I'm a little on the edge of it, I'm not, I'm not quite sure yet, uh, what are one or two sentences you could say to that person that could push them over the edge?
3: I mean, it, it really is one of those self-responsibility things that if you want your life to be better, don't look to anyone else to do it for you. You should do it yourself. And do it in a way that makes common sense. So uh, there is no place you can go. You don't have to do the bumblebee planning by going to a financial planner, by going to a lawyer, by going to a doctor, by going to an insurance agent, a CPA. You can go to the seminar and you can understand how to uh, how to pull together your planning around health issues Around housing issues, around financial issues, around legal issues, should you buy a long-term care policy? Should you look into a reverse mortgage? Should you move? Uh, should you have a traditional yeah. Medicare or Medicare Advantage? All those things.
0: Excellent. And you can sign up by going to LifepointLaw.com. That's Thursday, September 8th at 6.30 p.m. in Bellevue. Saturday, September 10th in Federal Way at 1.30 p.m. They're free. Sign up by going to LifepointLaw.com. Now, real quick, what year was it when Britain declared war on Germany? When God with the Wind was in theaters, A Loaf of Bread was Five Cents, and the most popular song of the year was Over the Rainbow by Judy Garland. 1938, 1939, or 1940, our first guest comes from our board operator, Andrew Anzel. Sir, your guests.
7: Well, I know that uh, German uh, Hitler invaded in 1939, so that's my guess. 38. Okay,
0: well, darn it. 38, okay, well, guess what? Andrew, you're correct. 1939. Rajiv, you're wrong. Yes. Again, you're wrong. I don't know what to tell you. That's right, Andrew. You win. And ladies and gentlemen, you win by going to one of the seminars coming up Thursday, September 8th at 6.30 p.m. Saturday, September 10th at Federal Way at 1.30. Sign up by going to LifePointLaw.com. Thanks so much for listening to today's program. And as Rajiv always says...
3: Hey, John, everyone. We'll see you next week.